Hello ladies and gents, how are you guys doing? My name is Tiffany and on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, I'd like to welcome you back to Down for the Count. So this week, we are going to be covering SummerSlam, which is going to happen this Sunday, which I believe is August 23rd. And we are going to be talking about the match card for SummerSlam and our predictions for SummerSlam, what we think should happen, what could possibly happen, and some possible matches that may or may not end up on the main card for SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam is looking like it's going to be a much bigger show than WrestleMania, Extreme Rules, and Money in the Bank. And I don't think there are going to be any type of cinematic type of matches on there. But if there are, that would be a nice surprise. Of course, the tagline for SummerSlam show is you never see it coming. And we've had some great swerves for this um, SummerSlam pay-per-view coming up. And you'll hear all about that in the podcast so without further ado oh and let me not forget we have a guest on our show this week our lovely friend janae who always makes sure we have all the tea honey and this week she hit us with some more tea she's very detailed we love her she gives us all the information covers all the bases and you gotta love that all right so make sure you guys tune in listen to janae's prediction as well as ours and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of down for the count and we'll see you guys in there so let's get started SummerSlam 2020 or as people is calling it rematch 2020 oh god <laughs> there's so many rematches on this card so many well okay so we're just gonna do this try to do this rapid fire and then we're just gonna talk about the matches and we're gonna make it very very quick so we're going to start with the matches, and then we can talk about what possible matches should be on the card, and then we can just move on from there. Everybody cool? Yeah. yeah. All right. First matchup on the docket is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. We're going to start with Janae. Since Janae's a guest, we'll ask her first who you got. You got Drew or Randy? I have Drew all the way. What about you, Nicole? Um, I think it might be Randy. Oh, that's a good one. I think um okay. Randy, like I said, Rand this is this whole year, I wanna say since he started that feud with Kofi in twenty nineteen. So I wanna say like the latter half of twenty nineteen to currently. This is some of the best work he's done in years. Mm-hmm. And like I said, um, he he's not trying to stick around for much longer in ring wise. So it's like he has one good championship run left in him. So it's like, why not give him to him now? Because Drew has plenty of time to be um, WWE champion again. He's done a great job despite all of this going on. No matter what people try to say, it's like there's only so much he can do. But yeah, I said this is. I think this would be a good way to give um, Randy his last his last championship run. What do you think, Alexis? Who you got? I'm gonna have to go with Drew, um, just because I don't think Drew has gotten the time that he needs to show people that he's gonna be more than just a transitional champion. Um, mm-hmm. I still. Mm-hmm. So- he still has like a lot of doubters in who, which I don't understand why y'all are so up about Drew McIntyre's career when y'all are, you know, 
some of y'all don't even have jobs to begin with, and you're living in your mama's basement. But that's oh, what Jesus. Oh, my God, my God. I think, I think Drew, he needs to have a very good title run. I know he's had it since Mania, but um, I think that they need to keep it on him just for business standpoint, because, yes, if Randy does win, who are they going to have on Raw that you could think of off the top of your head that could carry that championship till God knows when people are going to start coming back? Ollie. Yeah. Are they really going to put Ali up against Orton, though? They need to. Uh, it would be smart. Okay, so I I think they're going to leave it on Drew. Drew is my pick. And the reason why I say that is because I wouldn't have Drew drop it until around Hell in a Cell. That's just my my personal time frame for Drew. Because um, Nicole is right. He does have plenty of time to continue on as champion. But I feel like even though SummerSlam would be fine, I just feel like Hell in a Cell needs to be the time. I, 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 just, I, just, I just feel that. But she is also correct in terms of Ali being the one to take it off of Randy. You have to think. So if you're going storyline-wise and you look at how, Drew, how Randy is being put up, like he's your ultimate villain, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who is your perfect baby face who doesn't necessarily come out? He doesn't wrestle like a baby face because Ali can give you that good pushback. You know what I mean? So on the roster, when you look at everybody on Raw right now, who's your best face? Who's your ultimate, not ultimate underdog per se, but more like the best face? It's Ali. He's the one who's got, like, he's your guiding light. And if they don't see that, then that's that's a problem on WWE's part. Plus, I, I agree. Ali deserves that that shot because his got kind of taken away from him. Um, I agree because, and once we, I don't know how much we're going to talk about AEW, but um, I was having the discussion with a couple other people, especially about the tag team titles and about their titles in general. I said this is why people are having such a disconnect because during this time they should have had heels carrying these titles. That's why people are so uninterested in them. Mm. And this is why, and regardless of how anybody feels about Bailey and Sasha, they're getting people talking and et cetera, et cetera. Um, NXT is different because a a face just got the title again. So that's different because you had a heel holding it for well over a year. Correct. Um, I think basically, and I think it's a good whole, a good, it would be a good feel good moment for when the crowds come back mm-hmm. and have be like, oh my God, this heel that I hate so much. And I was like, oh my God, they're finally defeated. Like evil and Randy Orton could not stand the light or whatever. So on and so on. I'm just thinking about that as storyline purposes. And mm-hmm. I think, and that's why I said, I was like, WWE has been really good. Well, not really good, but they've been decent during all of this is going on. And I think because they had a more even with faces and heels. And mm-hmm. I think that was with my problem with AWS. So they have too many faces holding it. So I don't care. So you don't care. Like you have Kenny and um, what's Fox. his nuts. Page. Um, Adam Page. Yeah. Like, like you, like you don't care. Like they, they have good matches, but it's like, I don't give a fuck. 
because there's it's nothing like, what, to contest. Like, what's going? What, who's going to take it from? You know, yeah. there's capability, but you're like, why am I invested in this when they're holding? They already have the gold. Yeah. There's nothing to look forward to. Exactly, and that's why I said I was like, I love. I was like, I love Drew. I said, I really do, and I'm one of the people. I I think I think us in general pretty much campaign for him. Be like, no, like he's doing good. He's he's doing what he can work with. It's like, what the fuck? I said, like, the whole world is like in disarray. Not really, the yeah. United States is in disarray. Let me correct that. Um, but Drew. I was like, he's doing well, and I was like. He so I think just for me, if this was me and I and I also do and I also get your standpoint as well, Alexis. I'm just thinking for me, I was like, you know what? I said, Drew, I appreciate you. We're gonna have you have a real run in front of a crowd. Randy's halfway out the door. He's probably more than halfway out the door, to be completely honest. He was probably mostly out. I said, we'll throw it on him. He'll be a good transitional. Once we can start getting, having real crowd reactions, I'm going to have him drop it to Ali. Yeah, because if Ali won that title, I see what you're saying. If Ali wins that title in front of a crowd, that'll just, that will just be, like, yeah. down barrier-breaking. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, they... I will give the WWE top. They are trying the best that they do because when... This was originally planned. It was, you know, God, January seems so far away now. But yeah. it was Royal Rumble. Everyone was excited. Like, because Royal Rumble was fucking hype. Like, I will say that. That was a good Royal Rumble. I like Royal Rumble. I tell really you guys, was. I'm usually not, like, Royal Rumble isn't one of my favorites. Like, I'm not a Royal Rumble person. Mm-hmm. That Royal Rumble made me a Royal Rumble person. That's what it's supposed to be, like, you know, yeah. like, um, but I mean, I, I will give credit to Drew. He is doing the best he can, especially since he is not working like, well, none of the shows are working with a full roster and, you know, he's still showing up, putting the work in. Um, it's just, I don't know. I'm a sucker for the underdog story, especially like because him and Orton do have history, like what they were saying on Raw. They are, uh, what was it, Raw the other week? A lot of it does ring true because a lot of people have come out and said, that's just the way Orton was. Like, if he didn't like you, you were out the door. Like, no questions yeah. asked. Yeah. Yeah. The story for Orton and Drew is fine. I, I like it. I think it was smart for them to move Orton into that story. It, it just gave Drew some more... Um, it solidifies his championship reign. If he wins, it's definitely a, be a big W for Drew. If he loses, I wouldn't take it so much as a loss. I'd be more like, okay, now I got to refocus and try to get my title back. Or they could always just, when the draft come up, just move Drew from Raw to SmackDown because they could use somebody like Drew in my They in could my use, they, they need some, they need men desperate. They need main vendor men desperately on yeah. On SmackDown, think, like it's bad. We're gonna it's, do another show where we talk about who needs to move, because I honestly think Alistair Black needs to go, and so does Drew McIntyre. They both need to go over there. Um, and if they bring up um, um, what's his face from NXT, the NXT champion Keith Lee, he needs to be the one to anchor the show. Oh yeah, to, he gotta go to SmackDown. He needs to start building SmackDown's roster up immediately. But we gotta, we gotta keep. 
Go ahead. No, I was going to say, but what do you think? Because, like, I, I honestly think Randy is the first major challenge Drew is going to have in his title reign. Because, like, who's he had before? Like, Dolph Ziggler? I mean, I'm going for Drew. I mean, honestly, I really love Drew. I love the work that he's doing. I love the promos that he's cutting. I'm, I'm hearing that they're giving him a lot of free range with his promos that I really like. The thing is with Randy Orton, he's doing really great work from promos yeah. to this legend killer um, whole character. And I really like that. So I'm going for Drew out of per- personal preferences. But at the same time, it'd be really cool to see Randy Orton with the belt, but still being a legend killer. Um, me personally, I love Ali, but I would really love it if Randy held the belt. And then when a crowd came back, Drew McIntyre. Um, got the belt back because I think it would have been really awesome if there was a crowd to see him beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So I personally, I would love to go. With, I want to go with Drew, but I think story wise and telling a good tale, Randy Orton with the belt would be a sight to see. All right. So we got our pick. Yeah. Cause it was despite, and we can move on despite everything. Randy Orton is one of those, is one of the few superstars that looks, always looks amazing with the belt. Yes. Yes. All right. So everybody has their picks. If you want to see our picks for sure, they'll be posted on our Instagram. I'm going to do it similar to the way that I did Money in the Bank this year. So we're going to move on to the next match. The next championship match is Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Jesus Christ. Cool. We're gonna go. We're gonna start with Janae. Janae, who you got? This is gonna be really, really hard. So at first I was thinking, oh, Bray, Bray Wyatt. But no, Bray Wyatt as a fiend. I was like, of course he's gonna win it. But then you had Strowman coming out with the smooth bald head and this breathing hard in the mic and this like a monster. I'm gonna eat your entrails from the inside and tossing tossing bliss to the mat. And I'm just like. They built up this, like, to me, they built up a different mini character for him. And it's just like, would they really have him lose after doing all of this? And I can only see how it might, something might happen to where they take the match over to Payback, where the Fiend might win it. So I don't know. Like, I want to go with the Fiend, but the way they've been showing Braun on SmackDown, I feel like it it might be able to go either way. Girl. Oh, who you got? I know who you got, but it, I have to ask. So who you got? <laughs> Take that shit off of fucking Braun, I swear to God. If Bray Wyatt doesn't win, I'm going to show up. Where are they filming at? The Armory? I'm going to show up. I'm going to wear a mask, obviously, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to pin Braun myself and fucking toss it aside. Oh my God! <laughs> like, Whoever is ever closest to me you are the new WWE champion. Please, God, do something with this. Oh, um, my God. I got comments that I said the men's main event scene has heavily um, suffered. I don't ever want to hear anybody talk shit about Roman Reigns again forever. Mm. Honestly. Well, I don't want anybody ever talking I, shit about Roman I Reigns. I miss Roman Reigns. I genuinely He carried that fucking division. But Hello. this is a conversation for another time. But Janae, so you pick, you pick Braun Strowman or are you picking Bray? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bray. I'm going with Bray. I'm going with Bray. Good. 
Okay. All right, Nicole, you could finish up. I'm sorry. I had to make sure I had her pick. No, um, no, I'm going with, with Bray. Like, for fuck's sakes, get it, like, just get it over with. I'm tired. <laughs> We're all tired. <laughs> Alexis, what do you got? Fuck them both. Give Alexa the title after that bump she had to take. Like, oh, yeah, that was cold. Alexa that was- for, what was it, Universal that's over there? Yeah, I'm mad he didn't yeet her onto the announcer's table. No, she's too little for that. Yeah, no, he could have fucked her up. She's too little for all that. That that dude, like, he got her on the ground. That dude is well over six feet, and then he tossed her. And I'm just like, I hope she's okay. But, like, I don't know if she took that bump, but if she did, that's a cold bitch right there. I I feel like she did, because I heard, I heard, uh, well, like, I, mean, I heard the mat. I feel like she did. She did. She actually, she did take, she took the bump. She did. Jesus. I will say, side note wise, on Bliss, and we'll get back to the thing, I think this whole storyline is going to change her character, and I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. But, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, going to Brown. I'm, I'm going to pick Brown. Of course you are. Oh, she's such a hater. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I actually paid attention to the story. Nicole hates it. I actually like it. I don't have a problem with it. Of course that. you do. <laughs> I don't mind the story. I, I actually, I like the story too. I don't mind it. I like how they're incorporating Bliss because obviously there's some history there. The only thing I just have a problem with Braun is that weird breathing he does in the mic to show that he's pissed. That's the only thing I don't like. That uh, android. Shut you know what? up! The next two matches are the women's championships for Raw and SmackDown. And both of these matches, Asuka is competing in both. Okay? Now, if you didn't watch SmackDown last week, you missed out because SmackDown was actually pretty good. SmackDown had the women's battle royal. And Asuka was a surprise entrant in that battle royal. And she won the battle royal. Now, a lot of people were pissed off about her winning. But I'm going to say this. And they, the um, other three ladies can comment later on when they choose their picks. I don't care that she won. I like it. Y'all didn't have no problem with Sasha competing on every show, winning every title she could gather at one point. So I don't care that Asuka competed in that battle royal and actually won it. I think it adds to their story. Fact. It makes sense. It makes sense, and it's worth watching. I'd rather watch that. And I'm sorry, it's no shade to Dana, but I'd rather watch that than to watch Dana Brooke possibly, no, definitely lose to Bailey <laughs> at SummerSlam. Okay, I'd rather watch that. So we just gonna move on, and I'm gonna let them as give give their predictions. So since we started with Bailey and, and SmackDown, we are gonna go there. Bailey versus Oscar. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Janae, who's your pick? I'm going to go with Bayley due to the fact that Sasha is going to help her win. Okay. And the reason why I think that I think they're going to structure the match where Bayley's match is going to be first, Sasha's match is going to be second, um, or a little bit later down the road. I think Don was saying... Um, that they might put him back to back, but I think Bailey's going to go up first. Sasha's going to help Bailey retain, um, and then are we moving on to the Raw one too? Or are we? I don't know. We're going to get to the Raw one in a second. Okay. Okay. Um, Nicole, 
Who's your pick for the SmackDown Women's Championship match? Um, I am going to go do the opposite. Actually, no. I'm I'm gonna go with Bailey only because of and we'll discuss when we go to the Raw. Okay. Alexis, who you got? Oh God, I as much as I okay, this I my gut for some reason is telling me Bailey, and this is why, because it'll go a little bit into the raw. As much as I would love to see Asuka as a double champion, I'm getting kind of tired of seeing a double champion. Um, it did not work well for Becky, because a lot of people got tired of seeing her on SmackDown and Raw every week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the same situation with Sasha and Bailey right now, people are tired of seeing them both on SmackDown and Raw. Um Sorry, I, I don't know why I'm having a hard problem catching my breath right now. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Bailey just because storyline-wise, I think it will add up a little bit more because she'll still hold that title. And we'll go from there. Also, WWE, Becky started two, Becky two belts. Stop having every person who's a fucking double champion call themselves uh, Bailey Dostraft or whatever the fuck she's calling herself. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pick Asuka. I think that Bailey's match is gonna be at the top of the hour of SummerSlam, and I think she's gonna lose it. Um, and and then we can go into the Raw match. I think Asuka's gonna become the SmackDown Women's Champion, but I don't think she's gonna be the Raw Women's Champion. Um, I think. We'll get to that in a little bit, though. I um, I think the way that this is gonna play out is either Oscar's match with 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 Sasha is gonna go at the top of the, the very first hour of SummerSlam. Sasha's match with Oscar will be at the top of the hour, so it'll be the final match of the hour for SummerSlam. Or they'll and then they'll have Bailey and Oscar's match end out the show. I think that Sasha's going to cost Bailey this title. And it's going to look like an act, but I think she's going to cost her that title. Um, as far as Raw goes, Janae, who do you um, have for the, for the Raw Women's Champions? I'm, I'm going to go with Sasha. I think Sasha is going to retain, but lose it at the next week's pay-per-view. Um, the reason why I, I, I think that is... I feel like we're going to get a different Asuka. Um, I had told you guys earlier that uh, there might be a, a Kana appearing, and she also posted a picture of Kana when she worked in New Japan. Not New Japan, I'm sorry, in Japan. Um, yeah. So, And the next pay-per-view is called Payback, so I can see Sasha retaining only to lose it at the next pay-per-view, in which I think it's going to continue somehow the Bailey and Sasha um, crack. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nicole? Who you got? Um, I have Asuka only because of the tidbit. If they didn't, if this moment didn't happen on Friday, then I probably would have said vice versa, like you. But um, basically, so when they were discussing Sasha and Bailey, when they were discussing, oh yeah. Now I have to, we both have to face her, blah, blah, 
And she was like, well, and she was like, yeah, even though I lost against her on Monday, now I have something that I'm actually fighting for. And then Sasha kind of like paused and looked at her. And so I think Sasha is going to, I think it's going to be like Sasha, Bailey's going to have her match first and Sasha's going to help her out. And then instead of Bailey's going to be not paying attention or doing whatever and not helping her like she should have and that's and she's going to lose the belt. You know what I could also see happening? I could see since Bailey said, you know, I now have something important to fight about. I can mm-hmm. see where they schedule the matches back to back, but possibly have Sasha's match go first and Bailey not help her because she's too focused on her match with Asta. Um why did she, I didn't watch SmackDown? What? How was that presented when Bailey said that? Well, well they Sasha had, they, stopped. Yeah, they had a they had the battle royal. Battle royal was over. It went to commercial and it came back. And they were backstage walking and they were talking about it. And Bailey seems, of course, she got beat Monday by her by um Oscar. So she's like, okay, so now I have to wrestle her for my title. And Sasha's reassuring her like. Well, you got this. Don't worry about it. You know, you know, you're you're the you're the champ. You're gonna defend it. You'll be fine. And she was like, you know what? You're right. Now that I actually have something to fight for, um, I'll actually maybe I'll have a better chance. And Sasha was just kind of like, what the fuck? And That's- then they she got attacked. So <laughs> Sasha came out and attacked her. And Sasha Sasha waited a little bit. She kind of let her get. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She she was she like, let me let me get a couple hits. It. I was like, that. thing is too. Thinking about it, if Oscar wins Bailey's title, then that means she moves over to SmackDown. So she she'll be the SmackDown champ. Bailey is still a SmackDown wrestler, so she'll still be on SmackDown. Oh, um, right. if Sasha keeps the Raw, that means she's on. She's now on Raw because I think they're dropping their tag titles at either at Payback or very soon. So to me, if you put Sasha on Raw because she's the champ and you have Bailey on uh, SmackDown because she's a SmackDown wrestler, um, mm-hmm. the only other way I can see the Sasha Bailey like feud going on is just if, is if Bailey gets the title back from Asuka and then they go at it at Survivor Series. That's why I'm I don't know if Bailey's going to drop the title per se. I don't know if they want Asuka on SmackDown. I feel like they want to keep her on Raw. That's like, well, I mean, the possibility of Oscar going up against Shayna Baszler and that being a big match because they know that that'll be worthwhile. I'm just looking at it, trying to look at it from a different perspective. I'm still a little per- perplexed when she said I have something to to fight for. Like, if does she go, well, if she go on saying, a, like the well, Raw Championship is not important. Like her well, SmackDown belt is important. Monday, no. she was fighting for um Sasha so that Sasha didn't have to face Asuka. So in Bailey's mind, it was like, well, it wasn't really something that I had to fight for. Because she was kind of put on the spot by, by Sasha to fight Asuka in the first place. So it was like, it was a tit for tat thing, first of all, via Asuka because, I mean, via Sasha. Because Sasha had already, it had already been done to Sasha a couple months back. Bailey. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She had been putting a match with Bliss. She had been putting a match with Lacey just so she can kind of skate past possibly going up against these people. And it was just like, you know, 
it, it's obvious what was happening. So she said what she said, and then Sasha did what she did. And then Bailey comes back like, well, I ain't really had nothing to fight for on Monday anyway. It was kind of like a dig, like, well, it didn't really matter to me that I lost, even though you had to go up against Oscar again. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that. Oh, okay. Now I get it. My brain's just a little slow and upbeat right now. So. <laughs> so who you got? Do you have Bailey or, I mean, do you have Oscar or do you have Sasha for the Raw Women's Championship? Okay, so if I was gonna, if I, I'm gonna put on my, my fantasy Booker hat here. Here's the way I would do this. The Bailey Sasha feud is going to happen one way or another. We're already seeing cracks in the, in the friendship. We know one of them's gonna backstab the other one. We all know it's coming. Yeah. Uh, from a writer's point of view. I would give, and just give me a second here, I would have Asuka get back the Raw title, have another run with it. Then they can have the Sasha Bailey feud. Well, hold on. I'm trying to think, because if Asuka wins, she'll be going to SmackDown. which she wins on Bailey's side, yeah. So if she wins on Bailey's side, she'll go to SmackDown. Because this is where I'm perplexed at. If she wins SmackDown, the SmackDown title, she'll be on SmackDown, which is great because I think the SmackDown women's division needs a new a shot in the arm. They need some new talent there because, I mean, Raw has Ruby, it has Liv, it has Lana, it has uh, Natty, it has Mickey James now, it has, uh, you know, Zelina Vega, it has Bianca. James, yeah. So, exactly. You know, yeah. So Charlotte's on Raw? Yeah. Yeah. So they're already stacked pretty much over there on Raw. And Nikki um, should have went to SmackDown. She is 100% correct on that one. So um, so Raw Women's is, is full. Yeah. Um, they got a lot of stuff going on there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm trying to trying to see because the only way – either way, if Asuka wins one of the titles <sighs> – because this is where this is just where I'm perplexed. I want Oscar to go to SmackDown because they need a new shot in the arm because they have Naomi. Yes, mm-hmm. but their women's division is very lacklustered over there. They don't have mm-hmm. a stack. They don't have a stack roster like Raw has. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Mandy and Sonya are carrying that women's division right now. That is true. They're That's actually so good. Well, yeah. once Sonya breaks free from this feud, you will have a standout star in Sonya. And because Sonya has more creative freedom to do what she will, that in turn will allow the person who feuds with her to also be have, be able to have some creative freedom as well. So I think, is it is it bigger in terms of ready-made stars on Smack on Raw? Yes, that is true. But stars can be made. They have got to work on Mandy if they want Mandy to be somebody who is coveted like Sonya. Sonya had natural talent. She was able to do that. It is taught, though. You can be taught to be great. You just have to give them the right tools to get better. If they let Mandy be who she was when she first came to the roster, Mandy would be fine. But somehow they softened her, and I don't understand it. 
but they soften her. And then on top of that, her promo skills are lacking. But Friday, Friday, she actually gave you something. And I was like, you know what? You know what, Mandy? <laughs> I kind of fuck with that promo. You did all right right there. I had to give you props. She did. She did okay. She didn't flub. She was very stern with what she said. And she meant what she said, okay? So I was like, okay, Mandy, you, you might get a little something. Just stay right here in this little box. Don't move. Don't do nothing. Just stay right here. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> Don't do that. Just, just yeah. stay right so, here. Who do this you is, have this? I, I, I don't know because I'm trying to think from a booking decision. I don't want Bailey to be a year-long champion. I mean, because it's... It's coming up in two months that she's won the belt back from Charlotte when, you know, she got the whole new do and everything. But I don't want okay. to. Okay, well, I'll go and then we'll come back to you. So maybe if you hear what I say, then you'll be able to kind of decipher what you, what you think, who you think should win. Fair? That sounds fair to me. Okay. So here's how I thought things were going to roll. See, this was a swerve that kind of threw a monkey wrench in a lot of things for me. I did not expect Asuka to even be on SmackDown in that Battle Royal at all. The fact that they're putting her in this title contingency to me means one of them is dropping the title. It more than likely needs to be Bailey in my mind, that drops the title. Sasha needs to keep it. They need to remain tag team champions in order for that to work. Okay? So, because you have to think. They're defending the tag team titles at Payback. Payback is a week after the SummerSlam. So there is no time to build up anything for any tag team champion. It could be a massive tag team championship match, anything. But there is no time to build any type of feud for those titles. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So in my mind, if you're going to keep those two women – on both shows, the only way to keep them on both shows would be to have Bailey or Sasha, one of them, drop the title. Sasha and Bailey are already SmackDown women. They're on the roster. They are SmackDown wrestlers, okay? So if you have Bailey keep her title and Sasha drop hers, they're automatically going to stay together. So them dropping the tag team titles is irrelevant, right? Right. If yeah. they do it, if they do it my way, the way I see it, they would have to keep the titles in order for Bailey to drop her title, and both of them are running shop on both shows still. They would have to have them keep the titles. You see what I mean? So the reason why I say Bailey needs to drop hers is because I don't want to see Sasha be the one to turn on Bailey. We've seen that before. Right. We already know how that can go. We already know that Sasha and Bailey are going to put on a classic. That is not the issue. What you want to see, though, is you want to see the breakdown of their friendship for sure, but you want to see Bailey at her most vicious. Sure. She hasn't really dug deep and shown that yet. She's capable. We know that, but we haven't seen it. And for Bailey to be the one to turn on Sasha, that is what you need to show. That's what we need to see. Now, Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Does it have to happen the way I want it? No, but it would add fuel to the fire for Bailey to be the one to drop her title. If I'm going to pick for Sasha and Asuka, 
I'm, I'm going to say Sasha retains just because I already picked Oscar to beat Bailey. But it could go either way. It truly could. But I still say that Oscar's going to end up with one of those titles. Whether it be Raw or SmackDown, she's going to get one of them. Because it doesn't make sense to put her in both title matches and she not get nothing out of it. Yeah, I think she's I think she's definitely taking one of the titles. Yeah, she's so, taking one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking of what you're saying, Tiff, is then so if Sasha retains and keeps the raw, Asuka keeps the SmackDown, she moves over to SmackDown. You then do have Asuka as champ, and now you have new competitors to go up against Asuka. So are you saying if Sasha and Bailey do have their quarrel, it'll be for the Raw title then instead of the SmackDown title? If they I, do honestly, I don't see them fighting over any title when they have this match. I don't see that happening. It's not necessary. Will it add to the, the nuance of the match and, and their strive to make it better? Sure. It only will enhance it. Does it need it? No. No, and it's I fully not, agree. I don't think they need necessary. it. But I'm thinking WWE thinking they're going to make it for a title because that's, the, yeah, that's but, them. But so. and then what was that? Will, she'll go back to SmackDown or take her off the TV for a little bit so she can reinvent herself again or so on and so on. But, would they um, send her to SmackDown? Back to SmackDown? Because if she won the Raw title, wouldn't she just be draft not i guess drafted well, over to roll like when they have their feud actually i'm gonna change who did i say was gonna win you said oscar was gonna win the raw women's championship i change it um put um what's her nuts what's that girl's name sasha that's a t-shirt i'm i'm writing that down that's a t-shirt what did i say what's her nuts <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put a peanut right there at the end of that. That's a damn t-shirt, girl. The coffee <laughs> has all the saying, shoot. A peanut with that's a blue wig and some boss sunglasses. Copyright. No, but um I'm gonna pick um Sasha to retain. Alexis, what do you think? Okay, so I've had time to think. Here's what I think. Asuka's going to win back the Raw Women's title. Just hear me out. I know I was just, here's what my brain is saying. Because I, this is probably a little selfish, but the chemistry her and Shayna have will would be a good show to have. Like, it would be a great program. They're both equally matched. If not, you know, a little different from each other. They're great technical wrestlers. They're great submission wrestlers. And I want to see them go ham on each other. Because you know that will be a great-ass match. I agree. So, here's what I... I think sometime down the road, they're going to have a graduation ceremony for the women of NXT. Like, the ones who have been there for a while and they haven't had the belts... They're going to have to bring up new blood to mm-hmm. smack. So here's what I'm saying. Asuka, it, Bailey's going to retain the SmackDown women's title. Asuka will win the Raw women's title. That will start. So the crack will even start to form more because they don't do rematches anymore. So no, Asuka, so Asuka's not, or Sasha's not going to get that. SmackDown or that Raw title unless she goes back to Raw. 
we don't know how this is just how I'm I know there's other clauses and shit, but this is what I'm just thinking right now. You're fine. Go ahead. Have them go to SmackDown. They need to build up the SmackDown women's division because after Sonia and Mandy, I really see Sonia becoming more of a threat. Mandy will still be there doing her thing. She'll be building herself up mm-hmm. the correct way. Um, she'll probably have matches with Lacey and Dana and a couple other people. That's what I'm saying. Mia Yim needs to be brought up. They need fresh blood on SmackDown. I'm not saying Mia needs to win the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. But I, well, not right off the bat, because then you'll have people bitching about it. This is just how it's going in my head. You're going to, you're going to see the rift continue. Then when at payback, the, I, I don't know that maybe the, Naomi can finally get a crack at it. She wins, and then they drop the titles. And then they have, because I know I already said I'm tired of seeing the Four Horsemen in title contingency. If you have a match, say at Survivor Series, you can have a good match that does not consider, that does not need a title. Because by then, these two bitches will be hating each other. They will be fighting each other. Sasha will be extra ratchet in the ring, fighting with no shoes on. <laughs> Girl, I you think by the time, now. yeah, but I think by the time Survivor Series comes around, they will be more focused on maintaining brands, which is what they should be building the animosity between the brands again. By the time Survivor Series comes around, the issue is how they're going to start dismantling this team. Because they have to. And if they're going to do it, like, I think that's going to be very slow. You're going to start to see things happening very slowly. And by Royal Rumble is where things will really start to take notice. Because I think they definitely want to have them on that main card for WrestleMania. It'd be a crime not to. Okay. So here's just what I'm saying. Here's what I'm thinking. It just hit me. Oscar Oscar wins the Raw title. She keeps it on Raw. She has a program with Shayna. And then, you know, they can go from there. They come over to SmackDown that Bailey holds on to the belt. I'm not sure who she can drop it to. But I think, and you can record me and quote me on this. I think at Survivor Series, whether Bailey has the title or not, because, again, we don't know what the hell SmackDown's doing. Mm-hmm. If Bailey still has the belt, God forbid, I hope she doesn't. But if Bailey still has the belt... <laughs> Because Sasha can't get, there's no rematch clauses anymore. They're like you gotta, you gotta get your ass to the back of the line again, and let other people try. Um, I think we will, because Survivor Series seems so far away, but really it's not. I mean, it's in it's like August, September, October, like three months away, two and a half yeah. months. To say that. I think you will see the crack, because if they do. Uh, the women's match like they did with Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I think you'll start seeing the cracks there because something will happen. The other one will blame the other one, and then they'll jump them. And that's how that's going to start. Because if this coronavirus thing is still going on, which knowing in the U.S. it probably will. That forbid. Please, please get it together. I hope not. If they don't do a pay-per-view on in December, which I really don't think they should. Yeah, I um, think they are. 
Well, they can do something in December with them and then Royal Rumble because I think that's a good feud. The horsewomen, that's what I was trying to say in the debate. The horsewomen can put on good matches. They always don't have to have a title. Make this a grudge match. If Bailey turns on Sasha, is Sasha getting pissed because she's been the one, so she's came back. She has been the one who's done most of the work to make sure Bailey does not lose that title. You see the way Sasha hold when before Sasha became champ, when she was holding Bailey's belt. You saw how she held it. She was stroking it. She was holding it like this is mine. Like this is what I, this is mine. Because if you go back and look at it, Sasha gets mad, tells Bailey that I'm the reason why you were champ for so long. When I came back, you are nothing. And then I came back and I made sure you won all your matches and blah blah blah. You know all that bullshit and something along that line. But I just want to see Oscar versus Shayna. Like, that would be so, that is a fucking WrestleMania match ready to happen. <laughs> I don't think that's not going to happen, but first, we got to get these two matches knocked out. So let's oh, move I, on to the next match. I know I really, but that's just, that's a really hard one for me to pick. That's kind of the point, though. And that's why I said this is, this is good. And I don't understand why people are so angry. If you're happy with Sasha and Bailey walking around with all the gold, and you're not upset about that, and you're happy that Sasha, your queen Sasha, is running around calling herself two belts bank, and then you got Bailey dose belts, you're happy about that, then you shouldn't be mad about Asuka being in title contingency for both of these titles, because they finagled it so Sasha could be in title contingency. So I see nothing wrong with them finagling it so Asuka could be in title contingency. The point is, turnabout is fair play. If you're going to do it for one, then you need to do it for the other two. You reap what you sow. This is pretty much what the whole storyline with the three of them is coming to. It's so, like they they thought they, they thought they could fuck with Asuka, and then they tried, they succeeded, but they didn't realize she was going to come back and fuck them right back. Now, one of them, I would be very happy if one of these matches – she came out as Kana because she hasn't debuted that character as of lately at all on any of WWE's brands. So she has that in her back pocket and it'd be perfect for this because they have this whole, you'll never see it coming thing. She of course was talking about revenge. So unless they decide to redo this at payback, I don't see it happening. I see her doing debuting Kana at one of these matches. So I'm excited to see how this plays out. This is probably one of the best storylines they've written in this um, COVID-19 era of wrestling. It it was done very well outside of Drew and Randy's story. This one was fine for me. I'm actually excited for it. So we're going to move on to Rollins and Dominic's match. Now this match, um, I did not know that they were making this a street fight. I thought it was just a regular match, and Dom they was able. Just, they just made it a street fight yesterday. Oh, they did. Okay. Because yeah, like... I didn't, I didn't know. I thought they were just gonna let them wrestle, and Dom was able to bring in the kendo sticks, but because they didn't specify Monday. I think so... they're doing it so because I and I'll go into. I think Dom's. I think to make it more believable, even though we've I've we've heard all people that I well I've heard that he's been doing good. But I'll yeah. go to my prediction. But I'm not surprised it's a street fight. Okay. All right, Janae. Who you got? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Dominic Mysterio. Um, I, I believe the street match was brought in, like Nicole was saying, to uh, make it more believable. And I think um, with that, he is going to beat the ever-loving shit out of Seth Rollins and oh, make his happy proud. As he should. As he should. Nicole, what you got? Um, first and foremost, I'm just gonna say Seth better hope that baby is not a boy because Ooh. Dominic is gonna get his recompense <laughs> if it is eventually because you know shit shit. Like I said, karma always comes back around you, but so you better pray that's a boy, that's a girl. Oh, yeah. um, but no, that just. Just kidding aside. Obviously, I'm talking about the kayfabe for someone be like, he's right. No, we're in kayfabe. Well, they're in kayfabe. I'm not talking about them in real life, obviously, because we don't do that here. Um, but Dom is gonna win. And like I said, that's why I think it was. A, I think it was that was the reason for making it a street fight, so it can be more quote unquote convincing more convincing when he does win again. Okay. That makes sense. Hmm. I get that. Okay. Somebody got a lot going on in the background. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that's me. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Sorry. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with Dominic just because um, he, Dominic has really impressed the hell out of me. Like, I thought he was just going to be, like, you know, one of those kids who, like, come in and they just, like, don't do much. But he's really impressed me. Like, he's pulling shit down. He's been, like, jumping stuff from behind. I'm just like, all right, all right, all right, I can work with you on this. And, um, like, he's he's done a really good job. And I will say this. Yes, a person holding a kendo stick looks badass, but you gotta have like balls of steel to get hit with that. Especially as many times as he did on Raw. That's true. So I saw those pictures and I was like, damn. And he's just like, he looks like he's trying so hard not to cry. And I'm like, please don't cry, Dominic. It's it's okay, baby. (laughs) You're gonna get him. It's okay. Like, you just wanna like hug him. And you're like, oh wait, I can't touch you because COVID. Um, Oh, yes. oh, while you're talking about that, um, bump all the Mexican wrestlers who were online talking about, oh my God, Dominic La Raza, um, will remember this. Um, none of y'all niggas came out when he was getting his ass beat like he was a slave on a plantation. And that's fail. <laughs> that is, yeah. I saw Andrade, uh, El no. Fantasma, everybody. They don't count because they're NXT. I'm not people who's on NXT and this is this is my dream booking I want him to get linked up with Phantasma cause they, he's um god what's his name what's uh, his name old old dude old old dude anyways so he he's been like really like I feel like he's kind of pitching for a storyline online which is not uncommon within WWE sometimes you have to do that um and he was like talking about like how Dom is a real luchador because that's their whole thing is like moving away from the old school sentiment of being a quote unquote luchador, which uh-huh. I really like. 
that. So he's been kind of pitching like this is like this is what I'm talking about. We're when we're me and my group or whoever are talking about how we're real luchadors. And I was like, since it's a street fight, I'm yeah. sorry, Alexis, I have to get this out of my head. Have him do that, but have them come out, you know, mm. sneaking with little. Little, you know, old good old Mexican ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my phone's off. It's fucking no, trash. I, I, no, um, I I think that's a great idea because it would help Dominic get over because it shows that he has respect from the guys in the locker room. And I I'll talk- I have to I, go ahead, Alexis. I'm gonna let you finish. No, um, I think that would actually be a good idea because it will show that, you know, like a lot of third generations, they have to prove themselves. Like I was reading an interview with Charlotte like a few years back, and she's saying that a lot of people didn't think she had <laughs> because they only saw, like her in the locker room, they only saw her as Rick Flair's daughter. She had to prove herself that she was more than just her dad. And she's I, a bad- Rick, but that's also another conversation. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I was straight up. I tell someone I was arguing with someone for like an hour, and I was like, "No, she is a better wrestler than Ric Flair. You can't." One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like athletic wise, she is. She could wrestle. Even her dad in his prime, she's still a better wrestler than he is. Even um, he admits that. He even he, he said that. That's not a talking point. That's that. I, I I know I said a couple episodes ago, I don't like the four horsewomen. I don't like that they're being pushed down their our throats. But at the mm-hmm. same time, as people, when they're outside of the ring, I give them the respect that they have. You know, I give them respect because, you know, they were like, they are the first breed of women. And a lot of the women after them, I will give them credit for this in real life. They were not putting up with the bra and panty matches and being sexualized. They're like, no, we're wrestlers. You're going to give us the respect like the guys in the back. So I will give them credit for that. And for Charlotte saying she had a lot to prove, that as a person, that made me like her even more. I hate her character, but as her as a person, she's pretty awesome. You told um, the hate her character. She's a douche. I know, <laughs> I know, but you know how people are like, well, you are attacking her. And I'm like, no, I don't like her character. But in reality, I respect Charlotte like 100% in everything that she's worked through. And that's why I say as a person, she deserves the break that she's taking. Because as of right now, and I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, I miss Charlotte. <laughs> I miss seeing Charlotte. Oh, oh, my God. My God. My God. It's okay. It is oh okay. my god! The world is. You know how, because she was such a big, she was such a big. It's like how we miss Roman. They were such a big personality on that show. When their presence is gone, you start missing them. Charlotte's been out of action for like a month and a half, and I'm like, wow. I'm used to her. I'm used to seeing Charlotte on my TV like every week. So it's like, it's really weird that she's been gone for a, not, like a month or so. And I'm like, man, I didn't realize how much of an impact Charlotte had on these shows. Like, God I, damn. I, 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 I never had a problem with Charlotte. I just didn't want her to always be in title contingency. That was all. Charlotte could have stayed as long as she wanted to wrestle anybody. I just didn't feel like she needed to have titles and be in title chances all the time. 
that's where I had my issue. Her being on the show and being there, that was irrelevant to me because I felt like Charlotte was a, is a permanent fixture of the WWE, just like any other superstar. She's that big, just like Becky. You miss Becky. Becky's not there, and you miss her. You can say that you might get... You know, like, you, you didn't really care for her or you didn't care for her character, but Becky added a certain aspect to the show that you don't get right now. So I... It's the same thing as Roman. You just... I didn't have a problem with Roman. It was the other people who had issues. I didn't have a problem with Roman either. I liked Roman, it. Neither did I. I liked Roman. Yeah. Because Roman, Roman was... when Ro- Before Roman left, he was helping guys get over. Like, he tried before then. Roman can only do so much for the men's division. But what I'm just meaning is that, like, like all I go back to is Survivor Series, and him and Keith Lee were the last two guys. And mm-hmm. yes, Roman won, which, okay. But, but he had, but afterwards, when people were asking about Keith Lee, he had nothing but great things to say about Keith Lee. And I think he said, I want to have a match with him again one day. He did say that. So but, I mean, Roman's a stand-up guy, though. And then you think about Keith Lee. Everywhere Keith Lee goes, Keith Lee don't have no bad things left behind. He don't have no issues where people are saying, oh, he was difficult to work with. He was this, he was that. that. You never hear that. All you hear is good things about Keith. So I'm not, I'm not surprised about that. But I am surprised that I I do hear that a lot. I do hear, man, if Roman was there, this story might work better. Like the story with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, a lot of people feel like if it was Roman, it would be more interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, you might have a point, but it would be different if it was Roman. It would not go the way that it's going because it's Roman. He would have to tackle it from a different standpoint. But... But think about this. There's there would be more of an emotional thing because Roman has his family, and Bray suckers in on that. Like he did that. If they had left the Miz a singles competitor and left and started back with the Miz, this would not be happening. If they had gave the title to the Miz, hear me out. If they had gave the title to Miz at Extreme Rules, like let's say they start they built up the rivalry between. Miz and Braun Strowman. Braun's supposed to be a transitional champ anyway. All right? So drop the title back to Miz. Let him get his second title run. Let him keep it. If they had did this with the Miz, it would have worked out better with Miz than it would have Braun Strowman. Because the story they had going with Miz before Miz turned back to being a heel was better than what we're seeing right now. It was worthwhile watching. Braun Strowman was in his house. Messing with his daughters, Maurice was freaked out, and I'm like, "Hey, this story ain't half bad." Like he messing with their damn home system and shit, just fucking mm-hmm. shit up, and that's what he's supposed to do. That's how they should have been going with him instead of just immediately pushing Bray Wyatt into title contingency. They cut off his ability to be menacing. You see what I mean? Right, and I I agree with you 100%. I really think emotional-wise, people would be more invested in a Bray-Roman match. I agree. But, I mean, I don't think 
I think that it's because Strowman doesn't have what it needs to to make sure he conveys it properly. And because people don't regard Roman as I'm not not Roman, but Strowman as somebody worthy of having the title, it doesn't play out well. So you're like, oh, this is a joke. Like this are is he serious? But if I'm looking at it through K glasses, it does make sense. The whole point was to get Strowman to the brink. And that's exactly what Bray Wyatt did. He did what he was supposed to do. And this is it happens every time he's in a match with somebody, people are immediately removed from it. They don't understand it. And then they have to go back and rewatch it. And they're like, Oh, now I get it. And it's like, Okay, too little, too late. Now you done tore your draws and pretty much shit on Braun Strowman for like six months. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what what is it what good does it do now? Like, I mean, when you watch Bray when you watch Bray, I highly recommend anybody who's in the earshot with my voice, you have to stop thinking traditional wrestling when you watch Bray Wyatt. It does not matter who he's going up against because his style of wrestling is not traditional. It never will be. Everything he does has a point. It is always calculated. It is always cold. It is an ABC thing, but it's not walking a straight line. It's very zigzag. And if you're not paying attention, you will miss the point, which is what is happening with a lot of people. So for as far as Rollin and Dominic goes, though, I picked Dominic to win this match. It doesn't make sense to me to have Rollins win. He's already beaten his father. I see um, Ray Mysterio coming out there and helping, too, at some point. He, he will interfere at some point. Um, but I do think Dominic is going to win this match. So we're going to move on. To well, hold on. When, when did Becky announce she was pregnant? Um, February, um, April. Um, the okay. week. Well, no, it was after that. It was after Money in the Bank, the week after. Yeah. Okay, so that was after WrestleMania. Mania was in March or April. No, Mania was in April, right? And I think Money in the Bank was in, what, what was Money in the Bank? March? I think it was March. No, because Money in No, because it was Money she, in the Bank. Money in the Bank is always after Mania. Because she wanted to drop the it title. Shayna, yeah. Okay. May so 10, May, 2000. To 20 that's when it was she wanted she wanted to drop the um title to Shayna at mania but they right. told her so mania was in april money in the bank was made why does this damn year seems to be going on forever so if she was pregnant if she was pregnant after me it like got pregnant shortly after mania so let's say i think she was, I pregnant, think she was pregnant during mania yeah she was then no yeah i she think was, she was pregnant yeah. So let's say April, so let's say May, June, July, August. So she'll be about four months pregnant now. No, it's, I, her, she said I think. Why was I thinking March was after April? I don't know. I don't she, know. I think she said, yeah, <laughs> she's doing, yeah, she's doing December. That's what she's, she said. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I think, I think I'm going with Dominic too. Because I think we're going to start seeing, because you've seen where Murphy is starting to question Seth's stuff. Um, I think for Murphy, it would be great if he took, if he just miraculously took out Seth, say, in September, like September, mid-October, 
then Seth goes off TV for a while. So he's home with Becky for like the last, what, three, two and a half, three months of her pregnancy. And there when the baby gets delivered and then he can come back, like maybe at Rumble or after Rumble. I think Seth Rollins is going to have another match at Hell in a Cell against Ray. And that's when he'll leave after Hell in a Cell. You know what? This I think this is the I gotta admit, ladies, this is the first time in a while that a WWE pay per view has had me questioning, like, what the fuck are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. And I haven't felt like this in a while this year. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Well, our pay per views have been decent. Yes, they have. The problem the is it's the pay per view here because honestly, the only good pay per views in 2019. I like Survivor Series the most. Worse was Survivor Series in Mania. Oh, Money yeah. in the Bank last year. What, what happened? Oh yeah, Money the, oh yeah, Money in the Bank because I lost my shit when yeah. Bailey. Not a huge Bailey fan. Like I liked her, and this shows to how good she's doing as a heel. That I want her to go back to a face now. Even though yeah. I was one of people like Bailey needs to do a heel turn. <laughs> I, I'm I was one of those people but um I yeah I've always I, I've always liked but I've always liked Bailey more than I've liked Sasha though really yeah I've th- that's what I was telling you guys like everyone was like I miss NXT it's like I didn't like I didn't like Sasha Banks for a very long time really I didn't know who she was and then when I was like I, I just didn't care like I was, I was like, like good but I just didn't care I literally I, just like, I, was, I liked Sasha when she was on the main roster I didn't care or NXT Sasha. Oh, I I couldn't stand her on NXT. She got my last fucking nerve. Um, but that's beside <laughs> the point. But yeah, her Bailey when she won that, and then because I love because I know again this is another unpopular thing people do not like saying saying night cashins. I love them oh, because yeah. it's, smart. it's smart. They're tired. They just had a fucking match or dying in the middle or outside the ring or where the fuck they're at. Pit, right. Get, get them. And she did. She kicked the shit out of Charlotte. Um, hit her with the frog, frog splash, and then she became the first Grand Slam Women's Champion. I did. And I also like that the first Grand Slam Champion is also a woman of color. So that's what I also appreciated about that moment as well. Yeah. I I, I honestly feel like Bailey does not get enough credit. She don't. She does not really get enough credit. That's why I think I get so mad why I don't, why I get so kind of irritated with Sasha fans, or I get irritated when people, like, talk so much about Sasha. Because I'm like, literally, Bailey's right here. Yeah. Bailey's good. She is. I agree. Like, you, 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 can, you can sit there and say you don't like Bailey, but you can't deny, except for a few matches yeah. that she's had where, obviously, she is either winded or tired. The girl yeah. can wrestle. She can do a lot in the ring. She can help put people over. And they don't give Bailey enough credit. Like, the girl deserves the credit because she is that good. I, I agree. Because um, I will um, I will say this about Bailey, and then we can move on. Um, when she was having that feed with Lacey, of course, I was, I was, I, you know, I'm still, I still like Lacey, but like, I'm not as gung-ho on her as I used to be because she just really hasn't been improving, but it's like, it was she a good match. She, well, she, 
well, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that like in a later date, but like, it was that remember when, I don't know what happened, but it's like when, when it looked like Lacey, cause there was that bad tumble. Cause Lacey either like was exhausted or she lost her momentum or something. And Bailey had to like quickly, cause I went back and rewatched that match. Cause I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want to see this match. You're and, talking about that uh, Royal Rumble? Yeah, it was her and Lacey, and Lacey, like, lost momentum, or she just slumped or or something, and Bailey not only caught her safely, she managed to do that real quick on the fly without missing a beat, and I was just like, okay, like, I respect her, but I think it's, I, I don't want to see Bailey go back to her hugger persona, because I, I don't think that's something she could just flip back to real quick. But if Sasha becomes the heel, because Sasha's more believable as a heel than she is a face, she's going to need someone who can go toe-to-toe with her promo-wise. And that could be Bailey. Like, Bailey doesn't, like I said, she doesn't have to go back to being all smiles and sunshine. But she could come out and just be like, she doesn't even have to be labeled. She could be like the like an anti-hero or an in-betweener where she's just, she just tells, like, Sasha to shut up. and. I've seen what like kind of person I turned into when I was with you. And that's not what I'm all about. I'm here to prove that I'm more than this. And you just made me hate myself more or something like that. Like they could do something like that. But hmm. I don't know. For, like I said, I'm excited. Like I'm actually like, I don't know what they're going to do. Well, it's going to be a street fight, ladies and gents. So that's probably going to be one of your longer matches for the night. Woo-hoo. And, um, we're going to move on to the next match. Because the Street Profits are supposed to go up against Angel Garza and Andrade. Awesome. And, uh-huh. Now, if you haven't been in a part of their story, the story is that last week, Montez had a match with Andrade. And Montez collapsed before the match. And then he collapsed in the match. And it's being alluded that he was poisoned. And they think that he got poisoned by his cup that he comes out with every week. Now, Bianca is under the assumption that Zelina Vega is the one who did it. They had a match this Monday. Bianca whooped her ass. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't miss no words. She whooped her ass. But I will say that Zelina did do her best to fight that. And she was trying. She almost had her had she had not kept trying to tell her that she didn't do it. I don't think Zelina Vega poisoned him at all, to be honest with you. But that is the premise of their match. That's how their feud has progressed. So now it's the Street Profits versus Garza and Andrade for the Raw Tag Team Championship. So, Janae, who you got? I'm going to go with Andrade and Angel. Um, As much as I would love the Street Profits to win, um, and I think they're going to have a really great match. I feel like Andrade and Angel will win the tag titles. Um, and then you'll have another another match with the Street Profits. I will continue with Zelina and Bianca Belair. Um, at first, I was going with the Street Profits because I thought they were going to break up Andrade and Angel from how they were working together. But it seems like since they came together and now they're finally a team, I'm going mm-hmm. to go for the other side and go for Andrade and Angel. Okay. Nicole, who you got? I forgot this fucking um, happened. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't. There is just gonna. They're gonna keep it on the street profits. 
Um, Street Profits is like one of two tag teams that WWE likes right now, or and I mean WWE, I mean Vince. So he ain't gonna take them. There's, I think they're just gonna leave it on them because they're entertaining, and it just makes sense. It just makes makes sense. And also, like with the storyline, like there's been this breakdown within whatever Selena Vega's group is called, anyways. So I think they're just gonna use this as a catalyst for a complete breakdown of the group as a whole. I see. Okay, Alexis. Yeah. It's going to be on Street Street Profits is retaining. Oh, she's going SP. Okay, Alexis, who you got? I'm going to go with Street Profits um, because, yes, Angel and Andrade are starting to work together as a team, mm-hmm. but they are, they are still having spats with each other. Um, they're both very egotistical, and I think that's what's going to cause them the match. Now, do I think that they have something to do with uh, Montez getting poisoned? I I want to say I don't think they did because here here just here's what I think. Okay, I think it was either retribution. Agree. They just they just causing all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Or if we want to swerve, I think it's the Viking Raiders. Oh. Because really? they could, here, here's what I'm thinking. If it's the Viking Raiders, because I was sitting down thinking about this, because quarantine has got me nothing else better Maybe, to do. I just need one more thing. <laughs> um, back think about this, because they're... Can you grab them for me off the back of the computer? Um, with, the, with the way the... Uh, with the street... With the Viking Raiders... They could be tired of being the street prophet's best friends or like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're cool with you. We're cool with you. and Blah, blah, blah. It could be that they're tired and they want their tag titles back. And I think that would be because we've seen that. I'm happy that. Whoa. What was that? That was my husband. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> I think it's just like because we've seen them, they can go toe to toe with the street profits, especially Dawkins and um, Ivar. They, you know, those are two big dudes who are who have agility, they have talent, they can go at it. It could have been the Viking Raiders. I think that would be a cool swerve and have the Viking Raiders go back to their heel roots on the indies on the indie league because I think they're a better heel team than they are face. I think that would be a great like breakdown of a of a not a friendship because everybody seems to be having friendships in WWE anymore. Um, it would be a breakdown of the relationship that Street Profits and Viking Raiders have, and then they can go at it again because. And just one more thing: Will y'all stop saying they're going to break up every single fucking tag team that they have? Because you guys say that, and then you bitch about them not having any tag teams. Boy, he was a scary <laughs> injunctive. No, because I'm just gonna, see, I didn't, I didn't. I've never heard them say they were going to break up the Street Profits. No, they won't. Or, or the Viking Raiders. That's like well, some they, new. Um, they're they're not. That's like some new day. No, no, we're not breaking up level shit. Because no, then, like, I've seen people online and they're just like, oh, they're going to break up Street Profits. I'm like, they are not going to break up <laughs> the hottest tag team they have right shit. now. 
street profits. Because I can't. Because heavy machinery is carrying. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Heavy machinery is carrying the the tag division on SmackDown, if not helping it get rebuilt. Because they lost. I, I don't know what's going on with the Usos. I haven't seen the Usos lately. One Kofi. Of them and, oh, well, there you go. Kofi and Kofi and Woods are out, so that takes out New Day. So all yeah. you have left is Vicky. Yeah. You it's like the the they and then you have so you have Heavy Machinery, you have uh, Cesaro, Cesaro and Shinsuke, Lucha House Party, which seriously, uh, which one was that? Uh, was that Kalisto came back? <laughs> I I saw Kalisto was there, but I can't I can't pronounce his name. The cat one. Who wears the cat Lince, mask? Lince Dorado or Grand Metalik? Lince Dorado. And just like I saw where they stole their tag titles and it's like he just waves at Cesaro. And, <laughs> and it's like me shoplifting at Hot Topic back in the early 2000s. Oh, shit. Wait a um, minute. Hold on, hold on. Janae, are you okay? Huh? Are you all right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine. Why? I'm fine. Somebody's choking. That was me. Sorry. I'm about to say, Jesus. Nobody's paying attention. If somebody's choking, so I'm like, "Are you all right? Are you gonna be okay?" I was like, "Uh, but you know, like Lindsay Dorado was me when I stole from Hot Topic back in the day." But you know, they 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 have a pretty, they have to have good tag teams right now because, and then you have Miz and Morrison, but I don't know how long that's gonna keep going because I'm already sick of both of them. Here, guys, please break them up. If you're gonna break up somebody, break them up. Um and. Like, there's really no, because Usos and New Day are out. We don't know how long, because, uh, I mean, one of the Usos might be trying to get a singles push. I don't know. But, like, you have the two big tag teams on SmackDown gone. You have, and then you have Heavy Machinery. They're doing their thing. Over on Raw, who do you you have? Viking Raiders, Street Profits, Angel, and Andrade. Those are the only three tag teams you have right now. Yeah, this is true. So keep it on straight profits. Let Angel and Angel and on um Mr. Charlotte Flair have a breakout. I have to do that at least once a show. Have them split their ways because that could be like where they just finally lose it and start blaming each other. Have them fight it out and then have street profits versus Viking Raiders. Because I mean you don't have you don't like the the men's division on for tag division on both shows. They're in shambles. Yeah. But my thing is, I wouldn't necessarily have because uh, a lot of people were also saying to break up Andrade and Angel, and it's like you really can't do that because you only have three teams. So if you break up Angel and uh, Andrade, then you're back to having Street Profits and Viking Raiders. I it's don't like, know. We've already that. seen that. Okay. I well, see. I'm I see the- your point there. I'm going to pick Angel and Andrade. But you're wrong about them breaking up Garza and Andrade. First of all, there are other tag teams who haven't been seen on TV who are going to be brought up. They have no choice. So you have, um, um, what was the team on NXT? Jesus. They were in the tag team. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not them, but they are one of them that we brought in. They were in the tag team tournament. I think they were NXT Grizzle Grizzle Young Veterans. Is that their name? Oh yeah, the UK team. 
they're they're being brought up to the main roster from what I read and what from what I saw. They're pulling them from NXT UK and they're pulling them over to the main roster. They're not going to NXT. So you're gonna have they have no choice but to bring guys in and bring them over. Now, I'm not saying that they have to put the Grizzly Young Veterans on Raw, but it would be smart. They've already lost the, um, oh my God, you had Jackson Riker in it. What was the name of that damn group? Forgotten Sons. That's their name. I forgot them. Anyway, um, they had, <laughs> they had the Forgotten Sons, and they lost oh, no. it because they of, of Riker. And I'm like, look, they just get rid of Riker and have and the other them, two. That's not their fault. That's what I was saying. Let them come back and let let them be on either show. It doesn't matter. Because once New Day comes back and once the Usos come back, they're going to use them. And and I, I hate to say it, but it's a good thing that both of them are not at the forefront right now because it gives other tag teams an opportunity. In my mind, what they should have done is cut Jackson Riker and let him fade to the back, let the Forgotten Sons continue their run to possibly being champions, and start the feud with Lucha House Party and the Forgotten Sons. That's where they just went. Because the original plan was for the Forgotten Sons to take the titles off of the New Day. And then when Jackson Jackson Riker said what he said, they were like, well, we got to take you guys off the TV. And so they had to take Cesaro and Shinsuke and make them a team and put no, the titles they, on. I don't huh? think they had to. I don't think they had to. They chose that. They didn't have to give them to them. They could have. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, to a certain extent. But I still say that they could have gave it to Lucha House Party. They deserved it over over Shinsuke and Cesaro. I'm sorry. I, that's just how I feel. They just say Cesaro have been on TV more than Lucha House Party has, and they've been fading in the black. And those are two of the best wrestlers they got on the roster. I know. And yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%, but I'm thinking of it from a perspective of, well, do we give it to Lucha House Party or do we give it to Cesaro and, and Shinsuke? So, of course, they're going to give it to Shinsuke, but it's like you need to use Lucha House Party. They're great wrestlers, they're very entertaining. Like, their matches are phenomenal. And now that we're, we get to see them being used, which is, like, really great. Like, I would love for them to have the belt. But I think WWE thinking-wise, they're just like, well, we got to go with Cesaro and Shinsuke. No, you don't. It's COVID-19. You can do what the fuck you want to do right now. I mean, That's it's, true. In That's my book, true. I mean, you're testing out all this other shit. You give it Sonya Deville creative control over her shit. You see how that works. You give Bray Wyatt creative control over his shit. You see that works. So in my mind, if you're gonna keep trying shit, then keep trying shit. True. Why are you Why are you stopping at the bus and not not going all the way? You're making it harder. Like nobody wants. I'm sorry, but it's no shade to Shinsuke and Cesaro. But did you care when they won the titles? No. no. I was pissed <laughs> when they won the titles. I would rather have Cesaro as a singles competitor going for a title than as a tag team. I I agree. But this is what they wanted. This is what they did. This is what they thought was safe. That's the problem. You're being safe. If you test it out and it don't work for a couple months, you can make them drop the titles and go back to Shinsuke and Cesaro if that's what you want to do. But y'all have got to stop being so damn safe because people are just getting tired of you being safe. It's predictable. Bottom line. So let's move on to the next one. I picked Angel Garza and Andrade. 
and we're going to see. Um, Apollo Cruz versus MVP for the U.S. Championship. <sighs> I'm telling you right now, I don't like watching MVP wrestle. I never liked watching MVP wrestle. And I just, I find him to be very stiff and his his moves are dated and I need him to do something else. I need him to stay a manager. After this, if he loses, I need him to stay as a manager. Do not put on that fucking Black Panther gear anymore. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it because you're, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being real. When you watch him in the ring, he is old. He wrestles like an old man. And I am not entertained by that. I'm, I'm entertained by MVP as a character, sure. But I don't want to see you wrestle. I don't want to see that. And having you with the United States Championship is very circa 2004, and I don't like it. I don't want to see that. I prefer you causing havoc, which you've been doing, which is fine. I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with the Hurt Business outside of kayfabe. I'm fine with it, but I don't want to see you wrestle. I severely dislike your wrestling. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. So I, I'm just going to give you my pick now. I want Apollo Cruz to retain, and he needs to go up against somebody else to drop it. That's just, that's just me. So, Janae, who, who's your pick? Um, this is probably my least favorite match on the card. I'm not interested in this match at all. I could care less. Um, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Apollo because I think Dutch should be the one who wins. Um, if they would have fought at the last pay review, I think the storyline would have ended with MVP. I'm not a big fan of MV- MVP. Um, granted, around the time he was wrestling, I wasn't watching wrestling. I had stopped watching it well way before, like early 2000. Um, he doesn't. He, he doesn't do not, nothing for me. Manager wise, he's great. He has a good mouthpiece for himself, but wrestling wise, I'm just not entertained by him i could care less um certain matches where he's won or whatever i'm just like what i don't care um so yeah i'm gonna go with apollo i think that would be the right choice um if mvp is to win i i swear he's blackmailing somebody oh (laughs) okay nicole who you got oh it's just apollo's winning i think it's just gonna be them wrapping up the feud and then moving on with the Hurt Business and I don't know I think they need to do more with them with the Raw Underground to be completely honest oh yeah have them take over I don't whip Shane's ass one of these weeks take it over and have it honestly I I should run Raw Underground be real ratchet though it would be like some real Big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody, there's people in the corner playing playing uh dominoes. dominoes. <laughs> yeah, it, would be, it would be hood adjacent. Hood adjacent. <laughs> if, if people don't know what hood adjacent is, look it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> but yes, it would be has, very hood adjacent. You know, I wouldn't have people banging their heads. You know, I would have some people betting, maybe like some people playing dice in a corner. Right. Um, I would have, I would have some big booty bitches. (laughs) Um, 
That needs to be a shirt. Yes, I'll write it down, man. I have a bartender somewhere in the corner selling overpriced drinks. We're going to do that shit. Go. You might as well go all out. I want to get a pole. I would get, like, some Cardi B, like, like, literally, I would make it look like the WAP video for, like, the dance. (laughs) Like, literally, that's what I would and but, hey, that wop like, video fire. That video is fired. It's all yeah, nasty. Have them dress like that that. Video fire. Just look, like you can do, and this is just me from a stylistic standpoint, and this is where like me like nitpicking like clothing wise. Like you could do like a lot of really cool, like you could do like a lot of really cool outfits and stuff and still be very like underground and gritty and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you could do a lot of like street wear, tech wear, um, tactical um gear, um, tactical gear, um wise and like oh, mess around me. with like distressed mm-hmm. items and like camo and acid wash. Like you could do so much with that. Like what Shane wears is perfect, but yeah. I want everyone to look like that. Yeah, I thought you ever had their own identity. I'm about to um tweet them because I was like <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would have it so people would be like, I'm not even watching Raw. I'm just tuned in for Raw Underground. Like, I would make them give me, like, an hour. Right. Of, but, yeah, that's what I would do. I would literally have, I would have, um, MV, once this wrap this up, I would have the Hurt Business literally take over Raw Underground. And, like, especially, and then have, like, Bobby and Shelton, like, be, beating dudes' asses. Yeah. And you can have and then have I would honestly like to see them adopt a girl into the hurt business. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Shayna Baszler. Or bring Raquel up, let her be in. Yeah. It'd be Raquel because apparently she's not with Dakota anymore, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm still mad. They, about just, that. they just dropped her and I didn't understand. I'm like, yeah, no like, explanation or anything. Yeah, she just disappeared. So either if they're gonna bring up Raquel, if she's not and God, she might be one of them fucking um she might be one retrib- of them oh, retribution. I just thought about that. She might be one yeah. of those people. If she's not yeah. one of those people, have her become the female cucks. I think they would really benefit from like a real because from the hurt business, like they they respect talent regardless. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you get like a real like bad bitch that's really talented but has been really like hasn't been utilized or hasn't been like served her just dues, put her yeah. in there and have and be like MVP because it's what he's doing in the back anyways. Be like, okay, I'm gonna help elevate you, right? Because and just to go on, I was for some reason I listened to a whole bunch of Swercy podcasts for like the past two days while I've been cooking. And there was an episode, and I watched the episode with him and Ruby, and he was, like, talking on, like, he was talking about Ruby, like, how good she is and how impressed she is by him. And she was, you know, they were talking about, like, you know, the relationship with coworkers, how, like, everyone, like, really looks up to him in the back and how they, you know, go to him for advice. And she was talking about how she thinks it's so weird how she's sort of viewed as a veteran compared to the NXT girls when she goes to the PC and, like, helps them out and, like, MVP was being like very encouraging towards her he was like no like you're very talented like you he was like and he was like you should be more sure of yourself because you're doing a great job and all this other stuff and blah 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 and I feel like and I was like 
dad I was like perfect I'm like he would dad would do really good like have like a really like bad bitch and if that's not Raquel's not available put Shayna and have him be like okay have her run rub shot over Raw Underground and she'd be like I don't feel like doing this no more he'd be like you know what you don't have to do this anymore go um be like Asuka this mm-hmm. is your challenger like you can do so like and I'd be so good with that I honestly thought they were going to do something with it because on the Raw, like, they came in, they they fucked everybody up, and they were like, this is the Hurt Business. And then the next Raw, like, nothing. Well, I, like, I think they had, like, they had gave you so much of Raw Underground the first time it came out. They scaled it back to one segment on Raw last week. I do think that it could be, they need to give it, like, at least, you know, three it's three hours, so they need to have three segments for Raw Underground. Mm-hmm. They need I want to see Yabba Dabba do. He was fucking people up. She calls him Yep. Cabo, I think. Okay, Cabo. Cabo. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah but sorry yeah. for that very long winded answer, but it is um to Apollo. me it's Apollo. But honestly, I just did booking for them for at least three months. That's at least yeah. three months. I'm going to go with Apollo um, because, I mean, I saw the man with both belts and he looked, he looked good. I don't know. I don't know what, but um, he, he hasn't had time to hold the new title. And I like that he people are behind Apollo. I think people have always been behind Apollo, but people were like, oh, you know, he's a jobber, blah, 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 whatever. And um I I like I like it. I really do. I like the I like the thing that MVP the MVP's doing with, with him. We were praising him last episode. Um you know MVP knows what he's doing and I think he's gonna have a lot of pull in the back when it comes to certain wrestlers being in certain storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, hell, we're, she, we're seeing Shelton Benjamin on TV, and I thought he was gone. Like, no um, no shade. But I thought he was just kind of like, me? Like, he kind of got shown the door. That sounds horrible. No, but, he like, wasn't on the list. But I get what well, you mean, because he's yeah, in the back. Well, the, I last, mean, I, the last time I saw Shelton Benjamin was Royal Rumble when he came out to to Brock. And then before that, I'm just like, I can't remember the last time I saw Shelton Benjamin, which is a damn shame because he's a really good athlete. Um, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Shelton, but I'm I, fine with him being in the hurt business. I just, I don't care. I, I like, I like Shelton Benjamin. He, I thought he was a very good athlete. Um, but I'm gonna go with Apollo because, like, he hasn't, he hasn't held the new belt except like one time. He never officially lost the belt. And I think MVP, I think MVP's ego is going to cause him the match because he's probably going to tell Lashley and Shelton, stay back here. I got this. No worries. And then boom, he's going to lose. I don't, I, I don't think it's going to be a long match, but I don't think it's going to be like a short match either. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So we got one more shirt for sure match. And then we have three possibles, okay? Uh-huh. Then we can move on. So, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are finally going to get their bout at SummerSlam. And it is a hair versus hair match. 
tau. Janae? What do you got? Mandy about to have a really cute shave on the side of her head. Oh, you're going Mandy. I'm going Mandy. I think I, I don't want Sonya Deville to lose. Like, she's doing really good. Promos are on fire. She's whooping Mandy's ass left and right. Keep that momentum going. Make her this, like, big badass heel. Mandy will be fine if she loses. She'll get a new haircut out of it. People will feel sympathy for her. They'll hate uh, Sonya even more. Let her do her thing, whatever with Otis. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Sonya on this one. Man, you're going Sonya to win. Yes. Okay. Nicole, what do you got? Who is this? <laughs> Deville versus Rose. Hair, ver- hair versus hair match. Um, Mandy's gonna win. Sonya's hair isn't gonna be completely shaved. I think she's going to shave, like, a part of it. Like, I think I was, I don't know who I was talking to. Was I talking to you guys? Yeah. They're going to, yeah, I was high. Um, They're going to (laughs) do, she's going to do, like, like, an opposite ruby. Like, you, I think she's going to either, like, do, like, a ruby, but on the opposite side, or she's going to give her, like, a real deep undercut. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Sonya, Sonya, regardless is going to come out looking like a star. Nan- Mandy needs this win more than Sonya would need this win. Because I if you agree. also, if you think about it, Sonya has literally had the upper hand this entire feud, basically. Mm-hmm. Literally, she's had the upper hand the entire time. Mandy has to get this because she had, we view Sonya as a credible wrestler. Right. Mandy is also a credible wrestler, but they have not given her the room to showcase that. This mm-hmm. is the perfect way to showcase that for her. Yeah. So uh, I think Mandy's going to win because Mandy has to win. But Sonya still is going to look like a star. I think if they book it right, which I think because I feel like they've given both women very, like, great creative control with this feud I think they're both going to end up looking good so it won't matter too all right okay Alexis who you got um I think Mandy is going to win because like a stipulation like this this means the feud is going to end if they continue the Mandy versus Sonya feud at this point people are going to get tired of it because like what we were talking about, what, like last week or a couple weeks ago, when it comes to big stipulation matches, this needs to be a, a, this ends the feud. Like, whoever wins this comes out on top. You guys take a break from each other for a few months. And then you can come back. Then you can come back and beat the shit out of each other again. But we have to have a break. And that time, while they're away from each other, Sonya can do her thing. Mandy can do her thing. And, you know, it'll be one of those things where they'll interact every once in a while and people will taught for it but they don't have a storyline together um I think they I need to move one of them i yeah, do too. I, do too. I i think sonia sonia needs to raw sonia needs yeah. to go raw and maybe needs to stay um i okay go ahead uh no 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 go ahead i was just yawning a little bit <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Mandy. Um, the simplest explanation is she already got her hair cut. So um, 
to me, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. It's the end of the feud. You want to move Sonya on, and even if Sonya loses, I don't think it would damage her in any way because she still comes out on the winning end of this feud because of how it was structured and how it made her look and how well she did. So as far as I'm concerned, win, lose, or draw, Sonya's still already a star. It's not going to kill her. It's like with CM Punk when he got his hair cut. Like, it didn't diminish him as a person to get his hair cut, and it didn't diminish him as a character or as a wrestler in most fans' eyes. It worked out in his favor. So he started that straight-edge society shit, and that went on for a while. So... It's not like it's not possible for her to recover. It would be impossible for Mandy too, however, because she would. It would almost be like a burial if they allowed Sonya to beat her in this match. She's already lost two matches to Sonya. She's already had gotten her hair cut and been humiliated. And then on top of that, Sonya is cutting promos that cut you deep every <laughs> every other week. I mean, I get how- I get offended. I'm like, is she talking to me? Right, like, I mean, how how long is she supposed to, it's supposed to be an underdog thing, where eventually she's able to rise to the occasion. What I need from Mandy is, for one, her wrestling ability to go back to the way it was when Absolution debuted. And number two, if you're having a difficult time conveying emotions, then you need to find somebody who can help you. I mean, it's not hard, you know. If you got to take a couple acting classes, you could pay $15 for master class, bitch, right now, right motherfucking now, and take a class from any actor that's on master class right now and learn how to convey emotion effectively. Because if you don't, everybody you go up against, if you go up against somebody like Lacey or if you go up against somebody like Sasha or Bailey, they're going to eat your ass alive. And it's not going to be hard. It's going to be like taking candy from a baby. You have got to start now and fix this. You have got to. Because it's just not going to work if you don't. So, I really do miss NXT, Mandy, like earlier, Mandy. I, I um, watched NXT when she was on there. I didn't even know she was there. <laughs> I didn't even know she was there. My bad, Mandy. Sorry. But... Those are the set matches for sure for SmackDown's card. Now, there are three matches that are possible. We're going to start with AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Isn't that on SmackDown this Friday? That's what they say is supposed to be on SmackDown Friday. But we've known WWE to do some some swerve shit. That is true. The rumor is they're supposed supposed to have that match. Also on SmackDown. So, I mean, on SummerSlam. So, if they do do this on SummerSlam, who you got? Who? Jeff. Um, Jeff. Uh, you going, Jeff? Jeff. I, I can't stand AJ Styles right now. And I watched that promo he did on SmackDown. That was the most goddamn cringiest thing I've seen him do in a while. I mean, it was stupid. Um, I, I like it. Uh, I, uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't like it. I'm going with Jeff. Um, this is going to be a tough one because I wouldn't mind seeing Jeff with the belt. I think he's a great wrestler. I 
wrestling this wise. Happening on SmackDown. This isn't happening at SummerSlam. Well, they say that it's rumored to happen at SummerSlam. They're supposed to continue this feud to SummerSlam. That's a mess. It's a rumor. That's why I said it's impossible. Um, I wouldn't put it past WWE to put the belt on Jeff, but I'm I'm gonna go with AJ. I'm gonna go with AJ. So if it happens, you're going with AJ. Yes. Okay, Nicole. If it happens, who you got? AJ. It's too early to take it off of him. All right. I'm going to go AJ Styles for that one. Okay. The other match that's supposed to be rumored is Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. Jesus. This is probably going to be a pre-show. Thank so, God. Um, who, who, who y'all got? I'm going with Riddle. Okay. Nicole, who you got? Riddle, he has to go over. All right, Alexis? Neither. I don't care. Oh, she got Okay, let's put a big ass neither. Let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Okay. Um, I'm ill. I'm, I'm going to go Corbin. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a choice. Cut her mic. I don't see it. I, I don't know. I I see I see Gable coming out there and, and fucking some shit up. I don't know. I don't see Corbin losing this match. If he does, I wouldn't be mad about it. If he wins, if I wouldn't Corbin care either. Corbin doesn't need any wins, though. Like, I'm so tired of Corbin. Mm, he ain't been exactly on the winning streak as of lately. And True, then after, but like... After that match at Royal Rumble with Roman... It's been pretty much like that. Like, but to win against Matt Riddle, I don't. I just feel like Matt Riddle needs it more. He does. All right, final match that's possible is Lucha House Party versus Cesaro and Shinsuke for the SmackDown titles. Now, who you got, Janae? It's probably going to be Shinsuke and Cesaro, but I'm going to go with Lucha House Party because I think they. They deserve the titles. What about you, Nicole? I, I'm going to go with Shinsuke and um, Cesaro. And what about you, Alexis? I got to go with my little shoplifting buddies, Lucha House Party. <laughs> Lucha, 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 Lucha. I'm going to go Cesaro and Shinsuke. I think they're going to retain. All right. So... Those are our predictions for SummerSlam, and we're going to move. Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. Thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count. We appreciate every single one of you. If you'd like to send us a voice note, give us some constructive criticism, or just give us some feedback, or just tell us how you felt about this episode, feel free to look us up on Anchor. Anchor provides a little voice note section for you, or you can always send us a voice message via Instagram 
or Twitter. At Down for the Count 19 is our Twitter. And at D4TC underscore podcast is our Instagram. We're always looking to hear feedback from people who listen to our show weekly. And of course, those who have constructive criticism. We're always looking to improve our show as well. So I hope you guys enjoy. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. Big shout out to Janae for being a part of it. She was an integral part of the episodes to come. So I hope you guys listen and pay attention. And we have a special bonus episode this week, which was really our main topic. It's about the entitlement of fans and how it can border from entitlement to obsessive to psychotic behavior, which leads to Sonia and Mandy's desperate and just scary situation that happened to them over the past weekend. It was very, very scary, very, very um, shocking, and we're very glad that both of those superstars are safe and sound and can have some some semblance of relaxation that this person was trying that was trying to attack them is in jail. So we're going to get into all of that. And we're also going to give some suggestions on what you can do to protect yourself while being online. And we're going to talk about this because it is something that needs to be talked about. I hope you guys stick around for those episodes. And I'm Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we'd like to thank you once again for watching our show. And we'll see you guys next time.